Blog Talk Radio. This podcast is brought to you by BetterBrighterEasier.com, home of Rumigator, the natural neutralizer. This room freshener and linen spray is made with organic essential oils to use the power of Mother Nature to make your home smell fresh and odor free. Go greener with Rumigator. Available at Better Brighter. Easier.com. Hello and welcome, everyone. I am Lucy Weston, your host for this episode of the Here We Are Talk Show podcast. I'm so excited to be here today with my guest author, Mary Shores. First, a little housekeeping. Uh, you can always contact me at herewearewithlucy.com. Find me here at Blog Talk Radio, on iTunes, at the blog, obviously. You can email me, YouTube, you know what to do. If you like this show or you know somebody that can benefit from it, and I think you're going to get a lot out of this show today, and from Mary and her expertise, please tweet it, Facebook it, share it. You know what to do. Everything that you do is always greatly appreciated. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, And please know that whatever I do in terms of the video, the podcast, the articles, Whatever that topic is, my goal is to share it with you in a way that makes your life better, brighter, and easier. So let's get to the show. Thank you for joining us. This show, as I said, is featuring my guest, Mary Shores, and she is the founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar business, which is one of the most unique collection agencies in the country. She is recognized as a leader of innovative thought, And Mary has spent over a decade teaching businesses and individuals how to inspire others, create new ways of thinking, to identify and achieve their goals, and to take action to create truly meaningful results. She is the revolutionary founder of the Words That Work system, which inspired her new Hay House book, Conscious Communications. It's your step-by-step guide to harnessing the power of your words to change your mind, your choices, and your life. To learn more, you can always find Mary at maryshores.com, and I'm going to spell that for you. That would be M as in Mary, A-R-Y, S as in Sam, H-O-R-E-S, Dot com, And there you will be able to connect with Mary on all her social media contact sites, join her newsletter, get the book, read more about her. You know what to do. Well, now I have the pleasure of saying hello, Mary, and welcome to the Here We Are talk show. Good morning, Lucy. It is so exciting to meet you. It's my pleasure to be here. Oh, mine too to interview you. Now, the book is jam-packed with information and it's it really is your 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 approach is very revolutionary in terms of you know anybody can do this and i like what i've read and it's it's simplistic in the most wonderful ways that it's useful and you can get to it and and do it and do it sort of at your own pace but before we get into that i do want to ask you a quick question that really helps all these people everybody wants to write a book and we, every, you know, they say everybody has a book in them. But as a, a, write, a new, newly published writer, and congratulations for that, how, what is the tip you would give aspiring authors that are working a job, you have a full-time job, you know, you're running a business, a life, you have children? What's your, how did you do it, and what's your tip? 
So I did it in many there's a there's a it's a big big answer. But the first thing is for many years I was saying the same thing that I have a book inside of me, but also I was saying my mantra was I'm not a writer. And so as long as I was saying I want to write a book, but I'm not a writer, how many words do you think I was going to write on a page? Oh, interesting. Interesting, yes. Like the answer is none. I mean, and even though, you know, your thoughts and almost like sometimes people tell me they write their entire book in their head, but they've never written down anything. So one of my first steps was to to take action in the direction that I wanted to go, which was to go to my first writer's workshop. And you said something really magical a moment ago because you said many of our listeners want, want to write a book. And actually, there is a writer's workshop coming up for Hay House, which is how I published, was through Hay House. Um, The writer's workshop is in Orlando, October 21st and 22nd. They have given me an affiliate link for that, so I'm I'm happy to share that with your listeners. And I'll be speaking there. So it's in Orlando. It's October 21st and 22nd. I think the cost is around $450. But the magical thing about this writing workshop is that one person is going to get a book contract. So everyone that attends the workshop gets to submit a proposal to Hay House. Um, One person wins. I was one of the winners. It's like winning the American Idol of Publishing. And yeah, it's just it's just really great. And then wow, you know, Mary, that inspires me to get down to Orlando. I bet I would love you to come. Right and finish my books. Well, we will talk about that. And please, I will certainly use the link for the affiliate um, uh, link for, back to you for that workshop. And also, before I forget, because we got a lot to cover, I will have a link at the article at here we are with Lucy uh, dot com that will offer you Mary's Ignite Your Life. Uh, what would you call it, Mary? It's not, it's, it's a, it's a, it's so a it's, workshop we package. Call it a, yeah, we, well, we call it a, a, like a personal development challenge. I am passionate about always improving and expanding my life. And so I love, my superpower is really writing processes. You know, so many new thought leaders tell you, oh, you need to be in alignment. But they don't tell you how. Or they say, you know, be in the present moment. Well, how do you do right. that? Right, well, that's, yeah. be in the moment. Well, what does that mean? And actually, I just want to go back even, and correct myself. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> it's the Ignite Your Dreams packet. Ignite your dreams. And I did it, so and I have to tell you, it was fabulous, Mary. I went through all the pages, I did, and I'm a goal setter but I got a lot out of it. So there will be a link for the, you know, you can download the PDF for free through my article. All right, Mary, we have a lot to cover. And just for the listeners, I want you to know that when I discussed the show with Mary, we talked about doing this in somewhat of a little bit of a a mini workshop form so we can cover some of the key things, but there's a lot in the book. So we're going to hit them and we're going to keep moving through. Stay with us and I think you'll, you'll realize how important this book can be to your life. Mary, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, first thing I would like to discuss, for, especially for women, barrier beliefs. What are they, and how do we know we're having them? And if they are what I think they are, how can we change the channel when they start playing so we don't have to hear the same old song? So just as I, just as I gave the example of I was saying something I want, like I want to be a writer or I want to write a book but I'm not a writer – Mm-hmm. The words you say involuntarily are like a mirror to your subconscious mind. So the words that I was saying, I'm not a writer, are a mirror to barrier beliefs. 
So barrier beliefs are like a belief that I call it a brick wall. It's a literally a brick wall between you and your dream. So here I am, the person, and my dream was write a book. But if I say I'm not a writer, I'm not going to ever, ever write a book because I haven't given permission to myself to do that because I don't really believe I can. So one way you can identify them is just to pay attention to the involuntary words you say. And then um, once, once you kind of catch yourself, you understand that you have a barrier belief, the easiest way to what we call break through your barrier is to take action in the direction that you want to go. So, for example, in 2014, I attended my first writer's workshop at Omega Institute. I literally introduced myself as, hi, I'm Mary, I don't know why I'm here, I'm not a writer, you know, and I just continued to trash myself in the introduction of this group. And the funny thing, the kind of the joke is, like now it's a couple of years later and I'm the only one that got a, that got a book deal. So w- the moment that I took a step in a new direction, what happens is new neural pathways begin to build in that subconscious mind and start to create new beliefs. Sometimes it takes a while to do that. Other times it can happen instantaneously. And so it's always a work in progress. But if your belief is that you, if you feel stuck, there are several things you can look at. Like, for example, deep down inside, do you just really feel like you can't do it, like you don't believe in yourself? Or perhaps you feel like you just don't know how. Like part of my thing with writing was I didn't know how to do it. And I wanted someone to show me how to do it. And once I learned, so to speak, a formula of how to get it done, I was off and running. But without that formula, I would have never done it. So this can be applied to everything. I know we're talking the writing, but let's say it's somebody who wants to lose weight or change jobs or get a better, start a new career. Are the barrier beliefs things that are ingrained from childhood? They could be. They, they could come from so many places. I mean, and they're even finding out now that genetics plays a role in this. So, you know, we're going to be born with a certain amount of, uh, of beliefs that, are in, that feel like instincts to us. Um, we get them from, from childhood. There's three main sources where you get them. Part of it is your, your family. So, like, I'll, I might say, what was the vibe of your tribe? When you're growing up, the conversations that were happening around the dinner table, you know, really what were those things being planted into your mind? Next is your, your culture around you. Like I grew up in a very industrial town, so, Mm -hmm. you know, low income, poverty was all around me. You know, people didn't necessarily go to college. That wasn't something people aspired to. So that culture around me, but you have like your local culture and then you have your regional culture, like I'm from the Midwest. So the Midwest has a very different culture scape than say the East Coast or the West Coast. Just very, very different. And then Mm -hmm. lastly, you have your environment. So even if I grew up in a small town in the Midwest that's a very industrial poor town, you know, if I grew up in a very, very happy home where there was lots of love, that's going to create different beliefs than I grew than if I grew up in a home full of like violence and chaos or with a single mother or you know all of these things contribute to the beliefs that you build through the years and they affect you in ways that are not always evident to you like right in front of your right in front of your consciousness 
So in the book, you know, I'm sure as people read it, they'll start to recognize what you're talking about in themselves and their own experiences and their their historical, biological journey through life. When they start to recognize, hey, I'm having a barrier belief, they're standing up in front of the group at Omega like you did saying, I'm not a writer. When you realize that, what's the what's the first thing they should do to switch it to where they want to go? Just one step, one step in a new direction, one step outside of your comfort zone will change everything. So if you ask me for one piece of advice, that's it. If you are trying to lose weight, just, just go to one group fitness class. And even if you stay for 15 minutes, you did one new thing. So it's almost it's it's almost like take a baby step and then put one foot in front of the other. The first step, the second step, and then they start to build on each other. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Okay. So the recognition has to happen because you can't change things, correct, unless you're recognizing it. You know, even because I think when we talk about barrier beliefs and limiting beliefs, I think that sometimes we overfocus on trying to find the origin. But really, it's just when you feel uncomfortable, just do it anyway. Oh, I like that. You know, you, know, you mm-hmm. don't even have to, like, I don't need to spend 20 years in therapy figuring all that out. You know, I don't need to know why I'm resistant to the gym. Because we know what it is. Everybody knows what their thing is. You know, like, oh, I don't want to go. Or, and, and you know what's happening. It's very interesting. So in a, I like that you said that, to let go of the, the why and just get to the how. Yes. Okay, and that's the one step. So now in doing that, let's talk about words. Let's move on to the idea of words, and obviously this is your foray and your, your strength. And the thing about words, one of the things I read with the book is that you say words have the power to create and transform. And when you choose your words wisely, an infinite number of possibilities present themselves. So we all speak whatever language we speak. Drill down for me how to implement this. So when we talk about words, as a foundation, what I really want the audience to understand is this thing that used to confuse me like crazy, which was when spiritual teachers or, or you know, leadership would talk about getting in alignment because I was like, I don't know what that means. That's, that's confusing to me. And so I really went on this quest to understand certain things because I wanted to, you know, learn and, and expand in my own life. And what I figured out was that alignment means to get your feelings, your thoughts, your words, and your actions all moving in the same direction of the thing that you want. And so I tried really hard to control my thoughts, and that just did not work for me. And I thought, I started talking to other people. They couldn't control their thoughts either. It's almost like my thoughts were thinking me, and I had like, even when I would force myself to think a different thought, I really couldn't. And, in fact, it would get worse. And feelings are, like, kind of similar to where when someone just tells you, oh, you should just feel better, well, that doesn't work. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Feelings are really controlled by the chemicals that are being, that are, your, your emotions are controlled by the, the chemicals that are swirling in your body, the amount of, the amount of vasopressin, the amount of dopamine, the amount of serotonin, or if you're, if you're stressed, 
you have a lot of adrenaline and cortisol. And so someone just telling you, hey, be happy, guess what? That doesn't work. Like, that's garbage. So we don't need to but – what, but what I could control was my words. So once I got very conscious of my words, and what I started to do was I started to write one page of affirmations a day because, honestly – this was a few years ago. I was really studying Louise Hay, but I felt myself being resistant to speaking affirmations. And so I just went about it a different way. And what I did, um, I wrote one page of affirmations every day for a year. I did it right in the morning when I woke up. It completely changed my outlook on life every single day that I did it. I'm not saying I was perfect. I mean, there were times that I missed, but I could feel a difference on those days that I missed. And then after about 45 days, I start to notice that things shifted. Well, what happens is I'm creating new neural pathways in that subconscious mind. And my awareness of the opportunities around me just began to explode. But the truth, and this is what I really believe, because I think we are creating our own reality. We are like, we have the ability to step into our full potential every single moment, but we either can recognize the opportunities around us or they're blind to us. And when you, when you really use your words, and I teach a lot of things about how to use words to become extremely powerful in the book. So, you know, we're going to talk about how to, how, like, for example, because I'm not one of these, like, positive Nellies that are mm-hmm. going to tell you to ignore your problems because, like, that is a recipe for disaster. But I'm going to teach you what to do when you're in that deep, dark hole without trashing yourself. So you know and what? that's interesting, in Mary, hole. because let, let, me, let me go back to something you said. You said it took you 45 days to start to really see and feel the difference. That's a very important point for the listeners. Nothing happens overnight. And it was shocking to me because, honestly, I thought I'm going to give this 30 days. And so oh, when it didn't happen in 30 days, because, you know, we always think do, do something for 30 days, right? And that's why I, I say it was 45 days, and it really was. Uh, and there's no real, like, you know, you, you don't know what your day is going to be. Is it 30 days, 45, 60 days? But the idea is, again, taking those steps, you know, working through those beliefs, changing your words, and giving it the time that it needs, giving yourself the time. And that's a gift. And something you talk about a lot is, um, you know, self-care. And I like, I always say that, you know, there's nothing wrong with being selfish. And I think you have the same philosophy about that, don't you? I do because I have been a workaholic for many, many years as well as um, I have a special needs child and I learned, um, I learned probably six years ago that it is non-negotiable to take care of yourself, that you will create so many issues with your body and women that I talk to, I'm 43, women that I talk to that are my age or even older and they began to experience any kind of adrenal issues, they know. And so, you know when you're like 20 and everyone tells you, like, oh, someday, you know, you're not going to be like a skinny little jumping around thing and you don't right. listen because yes. you think, no, I'm going to be like this forever. Well, that thing I would tell younger women is take care of yourself because all of that hard work you're doing, if if you're hustling for decades, it's going to catch up with your body. And when it hits, you're going to crash. 
And that happened. To and there, me. and, and me I, time. I, I write it. about me time a lot on the on the mm-hmm. blog, and it is so important that for women to do this. And I don't know what it is in in the female psyche, especially in our society in the United States, that we think we have to do for every everybody else before ourselves. And the minute you put yourself first, things start. Good things start to happen for you. And there's no shame in that. There's no. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not being, you know, because if you're if you're not being selfish, you're being selfless. And you'll get a whole lot less, I believe, of yourself. Well, do you, do you, you I know. know. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I know exactly what happened. You know, when we had the um, sort of like equality revolution thing that started to happen way before my time, you know, it takes transition to figure those things out because um, as women were going to work and we were expect like I grew up and it was just expected that I was going to work. Like I didn't even have the option to be a stay-at-home mom. But what happened was we added we added responsibility of a job, but we didn't take away any responsibility mm-hmm. at home. And it's only now that we're starting to see that paradigm shift of equality where, you know, men are are much more much more inclined to to help out in the home than say my grandfather. And, you know, so we have to we have to shift our entire way of being because we keep adding and adding and adding, but we're not taking away. So we're out of balance. So this this is a good segue to the next section which is choices. Choosing, uh, you know, what what do you mean by that choices? I mean, there's, we have choices everywhere. You can go to the supermarket and there's, you know, 75 different types of coffee. But, but what are we talking about when you drill it down to your own personal life? Yeah, so my very favorite movie, or one of my very favorite movies, is A Bronx Tale with mm-hmm. Chaz Palminteri. And the whole theme of that movie is the choices you make will shape your life forever. And what I mean by that is that every choice you make in every thin slice moment of life is actually connecting you to the next moment and to the next moment. And that's really what they're like, that's my interpretation of the present moment and the power of now. Because we have all of these potentials that exist. We have like infinite possibilities. We have it's infinite. I can't even name a number. It's just we have everything. So I have the potential of becoming a best-selling author, but I also have the potential of becoming a failure or an alcoholic or making a choice that could lead to myself getting harmed, like if I got into an abusive relationship. Um, So the thing is, when we think about the word potentials, we think positive, like, oh, I'm reaching my potential. But the way to reach your potential, the one you want, is by making choices that are always putting you in the direction of the potential that you want to happen. And so I have a very easy way of doing that, which is chapter five of my book is called To Cleanse or Clog, That is the Question. And it's really just this, this, this method of teaching yourself how to make choices that are always getting you closer to what you want. Because like the entire book is about how to create connections to the life you want and detach from driving those disconnections that take you further away from it. And every single chapter has many, many coaching exercises. So it's not a lecturing book. It's a, it's a teaching book where you're going to be taken through the work to get you to where you want to go. And, and thank you for that. And, you know, that's something that when I was doing the workbook, and that's where the link will be, you know, the, for the free workbook at the website, 
the workbook gives you a little mini primer on this. So if people aren't sure, you know, they're feeling like maybe this is a little bit too much for them, check out the workbook, and I think you'll find that the actual book will be, you know, the, the so much more and give you uh, complete tools to get through to where you want to be and create your dreams. Um, so the last section I want to cover is action. So Mary... What's the difference between action and just goals? That's such a great question. So having a goal is very important and very powerful. And I, I just can't speak enough. I mean, having goals is, when I talk about the five types of self-expression, goals is one of them because even just having a goal puts you, I don't remember the percentage off the top of my head, but people who write down goals are something like 70% more likely to get what they want in life versus people who never write down their goals. And taking action is just the difference between, you know, those times when we're in our life and we say, I should, I should do this, I should go to the gym, I should go on a diet, I should take that class, I should call my friend, I should arrange, you know, I should have a birthday party. We know what it looks like when we're shooting all over ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so the importance of taking action, even if it's just one thing, you know, a lot of people are very fascinated with my life because I was out on my own at 16. Um, by the time I was 19, I had a, a daughter who, after um, near-fatal near fatal trauma at birth, um, only lived to be a year and a half. And then mm. my when I had a child again, when I was 27, he was diagnosed on the spectrum. And so, you know, I've just had this, this, this life of obstacles early on that I had to overcome. And people ask me all the time, like, how did you do that? And I'll say, well, I always just knew to move something forward every day. So no matter what kind of hole I was in, just move something forward. And the result of that is I've, I've collected in my life more than $40 million in my business. I've written a book. You know, I, I'm like teaching other people. I lead workshops. You know, I've got all of these fabulous things going on. And people ask me how. So I created this one-page action plan because that's how I've literally done it all of these years, 25 years. Um, I was 24 when I started my business. So you just take the end result you're looking for. And the book, and we actually put this in the workbook as well, is going to teach you how to reverse engineer your goal and be able to do that in a one-page simple terms. And just doing that will connect you so quickly to what you want. You know, we always talk about manifesting these days, like how to manifest. My friends call me the Rosetta Stone of manifestation because (laughs) – I can just cut through all the crap. We don't need to worry about our poverty consciousness. Like, okay, come on. Like, let's just get in reality and say, what can I do to make this happen? So, Mary, let me stop you there. It's it's a very inspiring story. And what I like about you know, the fact that you shared this, it's very authentic. You know what, of what you speak. The book lays everything out. And, and really, when you were saying about all the obstacles you've overcome and how you knew with the action plan, one, it goes back to that one step. It's almost circular in a sense. And, and that's, it's, it's a brilliant system. It really is. And we're, we're about to wrap up. What's next for you, Mary? 
Well, I'm speaking at that writer's workshop in Orlando, October 21st and 22nd. I would love to see you all there. Um, I want to go over, while I'm at the workshop, I want to go over what my experience has been with Hay House and what it was like to literally, you know, what everything I went through to actually win the contest. I want to give that to the audience because, you know, two and a half years ago, I was the person sitting in the chair. You know, I was the person, everybody that goes to that workshop wants to win the contest. And I really want people to know that if they want to write their book, they can. And it doesn't matter if they win the contest because the workshop really teaches you a lot about self-publishing as well, which is which is completely acceptable and in, in a lot of ways gives you a lot more control over not only your creative process, but but also just the end, you know, getting it done a lot faster. Right. Anyway, that's what's next but, for me. But also the book launch on on August 22nd. So this is huge. The book is available on Amazon.com as well as I have a coaching group on Facebook. It's called Fearless Ambition. Um, it's about 90% women, but we we don't. It's not only women. We have about 10% men. But we'd love to have anyone in the coaching group. And then what people do is they go through those free workbooks that I create. And so they post, you know, like you did Ignite Your Dreams. So they would post their self-care items or, you know, they would post things about their one-page action plan. Mm -hmm. And, of course, for the non-writers out there, besides, you know, the the event in Orlando and what Mary's talking about for writing, the book can change your life. For whatever it is your goal is, your dream is, where you want it, just just changing your your daily you know steps and getting to where you want to be, and getting in alignment and everything else, declogging, clearing the channels, everything Mary talked about is in that book. So you know you can, like she said, you can get it on Amazon. It's coming out soon. You can get it on our website. It's it's. I think that you will be very happy with it. Mary, I want to thank you very much for being my guest. I have enjoyed this so much, and I've gotten so much out of this. And I'm a goal setter, and I feel like, wow, there's, I have new techniques now to implement. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being my guest. And I want to thank all of the listeners. I'm Lucy Weston. Until next time, be well.